I call it luck. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. As always, is my friend Emily Lynn. Hi, Emily. Hi, Brittany. How are you? I'm okay. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I can like hear myself while podcasting because it's like I only have like my really cheap headphones with me. Usually, I have like my Beats, but I didn't bring them today for some reason. So I can like hear myself, and it's weird. <laughs> How was your Thanksgiving? It was good. It was nice and relaxing. We catered this year, so we didn't have to worry about cooking. We just had to worry about heating everything up, which was fine, but the food was really good. Usually, I'm not really a Thanksgiving person, but we had like a lot of great foods, and I was very thankful for that. What about you? Good. It was okay. I roasted a chicken, and it turned out pretty good, and I made really good dinner rolls, hmm. and I had mashed potatoes. Hmm. That's nice. And I drank a lot. Ooh, that is something I did not do. But I had some like, it was like mango wine or champagne or something. It was really good. Oh, weird. Yeah, it smelled weird, but you tasted it. And it was like, okay, I can do seven of these. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Have you done any like Black Friday shopping or Cyber Monday, anything? I mean, a little bit online. I didn't leave the house because that sounds fucking horrible but I mean nothing particularly exciting just like some stuff I needed off of Amazon anyway oh that's good yeah I haven't been able to find shit yet like I don't know usually I buy like clothes or like boots I usually always need boots but I haven't really found anything like maybe I'm just being too picky but like I don't know because I know last year because I got my Xbox last year I think I got some stuff from Macy's because Macy's usually always has like good deals, but I don't know. Just nothing has tickled my pickle this year. I did like some Sephora stuff because they always have a couple of really cheap things. Oh, what'd you get from Sephora? Um, I got a bottle of Philosophy, like their face cleanser, the purity one that I like a lot. And they have it, the big bottle for like 15 bucks on Black Friday. And that'll last me forever because you just need like a tiny bit of it how and much then is I just, stuff originally uh i think they're normally like 30 something oh shit that's nice and then i just got some um like a nice um like chapsticks because i keep those everywhere during the winter so it's always good to have on hand mm-hmm yeah, that's interesting. I'm more of a, like an Ulta girl rather than like Sephora. Like, I don't know, just like Sephora, just it's like 
not that it's like too much for me, but just it's like it's a lot more stuff than Ulta, a lot more like high end. I think Sephora, they sell ColourPop, which is like really cheap, but yeah, you can get really good stuff from Sora, like if you're looking at their clearance stuff or when they have sales. Yeah, but I'm really picky with makeup because like I have really sensitive skin and then I have oily skin. So that just those two pairings don't work out. And then like lately, like my skin's been dry too. Cause I guess it's been dry here in like California. Cause just, I don't know, man, it's, it's been something. It's been something, but I'm glad that you had a good Thanksgiving and Black Friday and all that magical stuff. Oh yeah. Super magical. Buying shit off Amazon. <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah, guys, there's no Star Wars news this week. Like, I woke up, like, at 8.30, and I was, like, looking up to see if there's any news. But literally, like, nothing's happened. I, like, maybe they're still filming in Jordan, or I don't know. I don't keep up with where they're filming. I don't even keep up with the Kardashians anymore, so I don't keep up where they're filming. Hmm. But Emily did, um, oh, wait. Emily. Yes. You finished the Clone Wars. I did finish the Clone Wars. Thank fucking Christ. All right. So, how many episodes did you watch? Like four, I think it was. Oh, man. That's a lot for you. Yeah, it was painful. Too many. All right. Um,. So start to finish, like what 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 happened in this Clone Wars journey? This was like the Sifo-Dyas stuff, where they're like find his crash ship, and then figure out some of the shit with um, the clone army, and it's like them figuring out that they figure out both that it's you know. Darth Tyrannus is behind it, and then also that Tyrannus is Dooku. Um, hmm. And then it's Yoda beginning his journey to learn how to come back as a forest ghost. So you get a little bit of Qui-Gon, and that's nice. But then you also get the super mystical stuff, which I'm I'm just not a fan of. At some point, like, Palpatine and Dooku are trying to take down Yoda, and Palpatine is doing some, like, chanty spell, like, basically over a cauldron, and I just, I don't, I don't, I don't like my force magic to go that far into the magic. <laughs> hmm. Well... That's interesting. Were there any parts of it that you liked? I mean, it was okay. I liked Qui-Gon. At one point, Yoda is like fighting evil Yoda. I didn't like that. It's a lot of Yoda having visions and nightmares and shit. And also, basically, like they find out that the clone army, you know, was all made by their enemy and basically they're just sort of responses well i guess we'll just see what happens which is i mean okay <laughs> it seems a little more hands-off than you want to be with that like 
incredibly important knowledge, but whatever. Fuck it. Maybe they all deserve to get killed by the clones. Yeah, that always interested me when, you know, they found out that, you know, it was, I believe they said that it was like uh, Count Dooku and everyone else that like did, you know, got the clone army for the Republic. And I just, I don't know why they would think that's okay to just keep them and just be like, oh, let's not, let's just like keep this you know, secret. Like, I mean, no. it's, it seems like it should be a bigger deal than their reaction. <laughs> like, okay, they do be like, oh, I wonder why that would be. That seems really strange. But they don't really go beyond that. I know, like, I. it's interesting because, like, this arc is some people's, like, favorite arc of all time. And, like, me, like, it's not my favorite, but it's also not my least favorite, so... But I just, I, that's the one thing I always found weird about this arc was that they knew where the clones came from. They're just like, nah, like, we're good. Like, they're good to us right now. Let's just keep this going. Like, how blind are they? I mean, it's basically just we'll see what happens. Well, they saw what happened. Their whole Jedi order fucking died. Yeah, and I sort of think, you know what? Yeah. Fair. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Like I kind of that's kind of what I think after watching this, all of the Clone Wars. Yeah. I mean, so like, they shouldn't have been using the clones in the first place, because it's all sorts of fucked up in terms of being slavery and brainwashing and all sorts of other moral disgustingness to it. And they were never meant. The Jedi were never meant to be like serving as some big war army. And then they're dumb all the time. They're so dumb. Just constantly really fucking dumb. Do you think that if the Jedi Order is like reborn and like the new movies or if in episode nine, do you think that they're going to actually learn from their mistakes? Well, I mean... It'll be different, but they can't exactly learn from these mistakes, mostly because all those people who made those mistakes are dead. And yeah, so Ray doesn't have an experience with that part of the Jedi and and what they did and how many different ways they fucked up. So I think I think there's certainly going to be shit that Ray wouldn't do. But, I mean, I guess she has the the journals and maybe Force Ghost Luke or something to come talk to her. But she doesn't have anybody who experienced all the different ways they fucked up. Well, because I'm thinking that, you know, maybe through Luke she learned about all the, you know, the mistakes of the Jedi. Because she was having that conversation with Luke about, you know, when he said that. You know, Palpatine rose to power and destroyed the Jedi, most of the Jedi. And then who was the Jedi that trained Anakin, you know? Like, he was putting blame on, like, everyone. So he must have had some idea that all of this happened. Probably from Yoda, probably from, you know, Ghost Obi-Wan. But I don't know. And maybe those books, too. Like, maybe 
Like I know <clears throat> all those books were like sacred and old, but I don't know. Maybe he like added some pages in there about like the Jedi Order and like back in like the Republic days, you know? Maybe like we don't we don't know how much of their history is recorded in those. Yeah. But yeah, it was just it feels like so much of it is the Jedi being unforgivably stupid. Yeah. <clears throat> well, um overall your experience of the Clone Wars, like, uh, would you ever go back and watch any of these episodes? No. There's not a, like, there's ones that I, you know, perfectly enjoyed watching, not that I can think of them off the top of my head, but nothing that I, was all would interest me enough to revisit. Do you have any, like, least favorite? Like, the, what's the worst episode of Clone Wars of all time? Oh, God, I don't even know. Because some of them are just boring as sin. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm trying to think I mean I, obviously I don't like the Jar Jar ones because I don't like that character Um, there's so many where Anakin is just being a stupid fucking jackass Um, shark people was pretty bad oh those droid episodes Oh yeah, those that's my least favorite arc. With a colonel, whatever his name is. Oh no, I mean I wasn't talking about those. I didn't like those. But like the uh the R2 and C3PO go to get fruit for the cake. <laughs> oh yeah, that one. That one's uh not the best. That one felt like it was about ten hours long. Hmm. So what do you think about the future of the Clone Wars? Like, what do you think that this uh, season of the Clone Wars is going to show us that the last six seasons didn't? Uh, I don't I feel it's probably going to be some Ahsoka stuff. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I here's the thing about Ahsoka is I liked her and I thought her arc was interesting, but... Until she appeared in one of Yoda's visions in this last episode, I didn't. I wasn't thinking, "Man, where's Ahsoka?" Or what's? I wonder what's going on with Ahsoka now that she's gone. I really miss Ahsoka. Like I sort of completely forgot about her. And so I don't know. I mean, I get that people really like the show, and maybe if I'd watched at the time, I would be more attached to it. But. I'll watch the new ones, but I don't, I just, I don't, I don't really care. It could be good, but there's nothing that I'm dying to see in it, you know? Yeah, I feel you with that. And with the Ahsoka thing, like, I, I like Ahsoka and that's it. And it's interesting because, like, I'm weird where, like, when people keep being like, oh, Ahsoka's going to be in live action or she should be in this, like, I'm totally against, not against that, but I just don't think it's right. Like I, I love. I think the character is great and everything, but I feel like that she already has like so many different platforms, so that we don't need her in live action. Or like they keep saying that, oh, like the Cassian series. Well, I would rather have like newer characters shine rather than doing the Star Wars thing where you just bring back old people and that's how you attract, you know, viewers. But that's that's the thing that they already have Cassian, so. 
I don't know. <sighs> but, um, I mean, I think you start with doing something established. Mm-hmm. And they did go with Cassian, who, well, while established, I mean, it's not like doing a Han Solo series or something. Yeah. But, I mean, we also have the Mandalorian, so. Yeah, that's true. I'm kind of sad you're done with the Clone Wars now. Oh, I'm not. It's been a fun journey. It's been it's been a long one. Like I don't remember what episode we started doing this in, but it was fairly early on. I think it was because episode two we wa- you watched the movie. Oh my god, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, hit my mic. No, you're good. But I'm whispering throughout the podcast, so <laughs> I understand. Uh, but yeah, episode two because remember that was the first one that I edited. So I remember like it took me like three hours to edit like an hour and 10 minutes <laughs> oh my god yeah it's been it's been a long arduous slog with occasional episodes where i'm like oh that wasn't bad yeah i liked the ones where you actually liked the episodes but the ones where like you would question like you know the motives of the jedi like really got me thinking like about you know this show and everything I and mean, how people really love this show but there's things that happen that they might overlook or you know they just totally ignore it's really interesting yeah i really i was not expecting to come out of it disliking the jedi order so much look and i'm not being like oh palpatine was right no, 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 no. Like, it's not like you either like the Jedi or you like the Empire, but the Jedi are pretty fucked up in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. Yeah. Okay. Real quick, Emily. Oh, wait. I need to get the right link. All right. Oh, here it is. Did something happen? No. Oh, okay. Not yet. Not yet. All right. I'm going to send you a link right now. This this link I'm sending you is the 2003 through 2005 Star Wars The Clone Wars series that was on Cartoon Network. You're going to watch it. No, I'm not. I'm done watching (laughs) The Clone Wars. It's two hours and 12 minutes of your life that you'll watch it. Okay. I guarantee you that you will like this no, better than the clone. Well, I, I am betting two porgs. If Emily doesn't like this, then I have to send Emily two porgs. Clone Wars. What is this? What is this one? Like, what do I Google? Oh, no, I sent you the no, link. I see that, but like, how, what's this yeah. show called? That would The Clone Wars. What would I Google that would distinguish it from the other Clone Wars? Clone 2003. Wars. Okay. So this started off on Cartoon Network, and they would show – it was like three to five-minute episodes. But um, on YouTube, they're all just like one episode. And I'm – okay, so – Oh, that animation is goofy. Yeah, the 2D animation. I, I kind of like it. I like 2D um, animation, it's, but it's – it's there's a couple shots where 
they look like they're fucking like Samurai Jack characters or something. So that's going to take some getting used to. Yeah. All right. It's set in the Star Wars universe, produced and released between the films of Episode 2 to Episode 3. It's the first of many works to explore the conflict set between the two known as the Clone Wars and directly leads to the events of the Revenge of the Sith. It shows um, various characters, different shit. Um, Oh, is Ventress in this? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's something. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get um, some new characters. You get, I think, Dirge is his name. Um, you get some Yoda. You get some Obi Wan. Ahsoka isn't alive yet. Um, well, because this isn't canon anymore, technically, because now the, there's the actual Clone Wars. Yeah, but I don't know. I really like this. Like this is like. It's a fun watch. Like maybe you can – because there's volume one and volume two. So maybe you can like split them up and like watch volume one because that's only like an hour. I can like – I'll send you the links to that. So you can maybe start by watching just volume one or volume two. Obviously, you're going to start with volume one. Right now, I'm just looking at GIFs and this looks really goofy. (laughs) Look at GIFs. GIF. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I thought it was good. The music was good. The um... Why does Anakin have all these blue tattoos on him? Oh, that's it. That's an episode. We'll, we'll get there. It's a really good episode. I see some, like, fat blue alien guys. Oh, They're sad. Oh, you get some really cheesy Anakin and Padme stuff. Oh. It's really it's really cute though. I really liked it. I see Obi-Wan with a really square beard. He loves his square beards. You get some Dooku, you get some uh Grievous. Uh. And, and not not much though. Not much. Um you get some Mace Windu uh beating up battle droids. And I don't know, I think I think you'll like this. Like I know that your experience with the Clone Wars wasn't the best and also wasn't the worst, but I feel like with this, there might be some things that you might enjoy more because um, there's more, I don't know, there's like action, there's, you know, I don't know. I don't, I'm trying to show the Clone Wars in a good light to you, but <laughs> I've learned after 68 episodes that, uh, I'm maybe doomed, but you know what? At least I'm trying. <laughs> uh, but anyways, just whenever you want to, like, even though you don't want to, you know, mm-hmm. give give this a try mm-hmm. and then let me know how it goes. I go back and watch this sometimes. I rarely go back and watch The Clone Wars. But um, yeah. Um, cause I know that you won't start Rebels anytime soon. Never. I will never watch Rebels. <laughs> oh my God. That'd be so fun. No, it wouldn't be. It'd be miserable and I'd be miserable and I'd just be bitchy about it the whole time cause I don't like it. Yeah. Well, so Emily. Amanda Ward is wondering, um, what is the best cheese? 
I should I should qualify that I just I said I tweeted out that there was no Star Wars news, so people should ask us questions. So that's not I mean it's random, but okay. Um I really like um super sharp cheddar. Okay. I like um, manchego a lot, which is like a, a really hard uh, sheep milk Spanish cheese. That's very good for just snacking on. Honestly, I'm just a big fan of Parmesan cheese, like freshly grated on stuff. Oh, yeah. Like if you make pasta and just put on some butter and some Parmesan, that's some fucking delicious shit right there. Ooh, I know I haven't been to Olive Garden in a while and I'm really craving their five cheese ziti and I'm like I love when they just put all the Parmesan cheese on it it's so good but I don't know like I like all cheeses I don't think there's like one cheese that I like don't despise like I there's this place in San Diego where it's like a cheese fondue place oh I love fondue it's really good I'll have to go back there again sometime, but it's like they just give you a plateful of shit and then you just dip it in the cheese. But it's really difficult, like choosing which cheese you want to dip shit with. Because, mm. like, sometimes the cheese could smell and that, that kind of like takes away from the experience. But smelly cheeses are often very delicious. That's true, but it was really funny because, like, the first time I went there, I thought it was, like, the dude giving us the cheese that smelled bad. <laughs> and I was like, guys, why does our waiter smell awful? And they're like, Brittany, it's the cheese. Wow. <laughs> but, like, uh, I like, like, a good, like, really, like, blue cheese can sometimes reek, but I like it a lot. Yeah, I like it on some things. Um, I'm looking at uh, – I looked up on uh, Google – types of cheese there's uh lots of cheese yeah there is the only cheese i don't particularly like in terms of i mean obviously there's tons of cheeses i've never had but i don't like swiss cheese oh really yeah i don't know why it's not like it's not that it's too strong because there's plenty of really strong cheeses that i like like i'll eat blue cheese or limburger or any sort of really like ripe disgusting smelling cheese but i never liked swiss so this is the kind of cheese I put in a sandwich if I really don't feel like having a strong cheese. But I still want cheese. Mm, I don't know. There's I don't even know. I can't quite describe what it is I don't like about it. But there's some, I don't know, maybe it's like a little like sourness to it. Anyway, there's something I don't like. Is cottage, cottage cheese is a cheese, right? Yeah. Hate it. I don't hate it. I never like think to buy it because i wouldn't eat it before it went bad but i'll eat cottage cheese with like some canned pineapple on top of it that's pretty decent hmm. i like goat cheese that sounds like good cheese goat? i don't think i've had goat cheese before. you've never had goat cheese no wow yeah it's really like just smear it on crackers and stuff it's really nice and soft you can make it um pizza like if you have a really thin crust pizza some goat cheese and like some prosciutto or some olives is really good. Yeah. Do you like your pizzas? Okay. Like I 
sometimes prefer a like white top pizza compared to like a regular pizza. Like when they put like the white sauce or like fettuccine like for the pizza sauce instead of like the tomato paste stuff. I mean, it depends what you're putting on top of the pizza, but I like I like a good white pizza. It's not my general mm-hmm. go-to. Like if I'm in, if I'm craving pizza, I'm getting a normal slice. <laughs> oh yeah, New York pizza. I haven't had like an official New York slice of pizza. It should be big and floppy, and you should be able to, you have to like fold it in half to eat it. Where's the best New York pizza? I mean, well, see, that's the thing is that's that's a really loaded question because there's g- good New York pizza where you're like going to a restaurant where you're going to sit down and eat some delicious pizza or there's just like the places that do like sell it by the slice. Where's the where's the best slice of pizza that I can get in New York City? Um Artichoke's pretty good. Uh, they do some interesting stuff, but I kind of like just like the cheapo dollar slice places where you're just going when you're drunk and need to put grease into your body. <laughs> but we also have a couple of like super good, um, like whole pie places. Like there's Roberta's and. Brooklyn they're actually only like 15 minutes from me and they are delicious delicious um and any sort of like the wood ire the wood fire you know stove places where it gets a little bit of char in the bottom Hmm. I like that a lot have you ever had any bad New York pizza oh plenty of times but I've never had like inedible pizza. Like That's good. bad pizza is still, you know, it's melted cheese and bread. There's only so bad it can be. Do you dip your pizza in ranch dressing? Um, no, because I don't really have ranch dressing in the house. Like I don't like dislike ranch dressing. But it's not my go-to. I agree. I'm not the biggest uh, ranch dressing stan out there. So, but sorry, Amanda. <laughs> um, I like I like some hot sauce on my pizza. Oh, that's interesting. I do that a lot. When I was a kid, I would dip my pizza in like a applesauce oh weird yeah it was no it was it was like a berry applesauce it was like one of the like the flavored applesauces but it was only like a certain it was like little caesar's pizza so it was like a certain uh brand of pizza and then at soup plantation i would dip it in like the chocolate pudding that they used to have (laughs) dude i'm serious that shit's good like i'm so sad that soup plantation or uh sweet tomatoes if you are in um the East Coast, um, they don't have chocolate pudding anymore, which is heartbreaking because what the fuck am I supposed to dip in my pizza, you know? You're just, you can just eat pizza. 
I can, but I don't know. Just it tasted like really good, but I I always hated doing that because like people would always like look at me and laugh, and I was like a kid. Like just let me eat my fucking food. But- I will do like if I'm having if I'm having wings with my pizza, and I have blue cheese dressing. I'll sometimes dip my pizza in that. Yeah, that's okay. I love some good wings. And onion rings. I like onion rings. I still think about those onion rings that uh, were battered with uh, pancake batter. See, that sounds good. It was really I good. I do. I I prefer the the crispier, like the tempura batter style onion rings, or like the beer batter onion rings, rather than the the like the really the bready crumb ones. It was like it, – it was crunchy, but it was like a little bit – not like soft, but it's like it felt – and it didn't feel greasy either. So it almost <laughs> it almost felt healthy. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't healthy. Mm. Uh, I don't know. So what don't you want Kylo Ren to do in episode nine? God, we're going to talk about this again? Sure. I mean, don't we all already know my answer to this question? Not die. <laughs> I, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't want him to not die. <sighs> Date Ray. I don't. <laughs> I don't want it to be oh. a. a clone of the vader thing oh yeah yeah i was gonna say that though oh we forgive you you killed billions of people but like oh you killed this one bad guy so now you're fine i just i don't i don't don't buy that you see i'm conflicted with the kylo thing because he's so young and that he's you know because he's only in his like early 30s and vader was like not that young man i mean I, to me, that is like I feel like a real like bad guy is like a little older because like Vader was like forty five when he yeah. See, uh, but this is that can. same shit where you get like, oh, we're not gonna send this college kid to jail for rape because he's just a kid. I mean, who cares that he's in his twenties? No, I just no, 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 not not like that, not like that. Like I'm not saying that. Oh, I'm gonna forgive him. No, it just it's like I don't know if they're gonna kill him off. Like I agree that everything that he's done is terrible, and I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna be like, oh, Kylo Ren is cool. Like no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that I don't know if they're gonna go the route of like killing him or like him sacrificing himself. You know, I just I don't know what's gonna happen with him. I would prefer he just stay a bad guy. Like whether he lives or dies, I, I, like, I feel that it's he's done too much. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to see the guy who t- tortured Ray. Ending up as the good guy. That just sits really badly with me. Yeah. And I don't want it to be like if he if he is redeemed, I can't I can't deal with it being romantic. 
because that that trope of the girl saving the boy through the magic of her love and oh i can change him even though he's bad it's so i mean first of all it's really overdone but also it's really dangerous and it's really yeah. gross that even in 2018 those are still the stories that we're telling like boys get stories where they're saving the princess from evil goblins and witches and slaying the dragons and girls get stories where they're saving the bad boy from himself even though he's an asshole who treats her terribly because you know if she just loves him enough then she can save him and that's her job and i don't i don't want that to be ray's job i don't know i feel like ray drop in this movie like she's bringing back the Jedi or like she's beginning the Jedi order she's you know the future of the Jedi that's her you know she's bringing hope for the galaxy that's what she's doing yeah but I don't know man I don't know how they're gonna end the Skywalker trilogy or whatever the fuck this is, Skywalker saga. Yeah, it's it's sort of hard to figure out what their end is, and if we are, how much of an ending is actually going to be? Yeah, that's a good point. I don't. I don't think for an instant that they're all they're going to be done with this forever. But yeah, I think it'll be at least a a significant break while they you know while they have Ryan's movies while they have the Game of Thrones dudes movies. Mm-hmm. That's true, and like. I almost think that this is still considered a Skywalker story because Ben has the Skywalker blood. Well, and also, I mean, we just, I mean, we still have Luke around. He's a force ghost, though. Yeah. But it doesn't mean his story's over. That's true. But I don't know what Ryan, if like Ryan's just going to continue with, you know, like Ray, Finn, and Poe. Oh, no, and Ryan's that's doing it, his or... own thing. Yeah. <sighs> I just would like to know what he's doing, please. Thank you. <laughs> something awesome. I hope so. I hope something really different. Yeah. I'd be I'd be quite happy to not hear the words rebellion or resistance or empire or first order spoken anywhere in those movies. I agree. Um, so do you want to read uh, the email singular that we got? Sure. I don't have it pulled up, but if you want to read it. Okay, cool. We got um, an email from Rabia. And she titles it, What is your Star Wars? Hello, Candle Biters. I hope you guys are doing well. As much as I would love to go to Celebration, I can't afford a trip to Chicago, especially when it falls in line with my exam period next semester. But I hope to meet you guys in person one day. I just want to ask something I've always been curious about. Do you guys think that the Star Wars community will get a movie that places everyone, or at least most, in this new era? I feel like what Star Wars 
what stores varies so widely from person to person, which is why I personally find the hashtag not my Star Wars odd because nothing's ever going to be your Star Wars again because they're not just going to keep everything the same. I personally love the mythology and drama best, so I sort of disconnected from a lot of new movies where they did goofy comedy or resistance stuff. The genres and combinations of Western and sci-fi are flat-out fantasy would attract different people in different movies, or even with stylistic choices, like the people prefer practical over CGI as often as possible. So when they change it up again, it's hashtag not my Star Wars nonsense again. So what is your version of Star Wars? What aspects do you love most about it? And do you think that soon the fan base outside of the racist slash misogynists will be able to all enjoy Star Wars movie again soon? I know this is a hard question, so you don't have to give a definite answer. Keep on podcasting, Rabia. Hmm. I don't... I feel like people are just going to bitch no matter what. But (laughs) the thing is, I feel that that's always been the case. It's just that we see it more now because the internet exists. So everybody has a vehicle in which to express their displeasure. I feel like especially us too, because it's like we're on Twitter and we associate ourselves with, you know, Star Wars podcasting and Star Wars you know, people. So we see it more than like everyone else. Cause it's like a casual Star Wars fan would not know this is going on. Like before I found myself in this like podcasting community, like I didn't know that there were people that like actually like love the prequels, you know, like I didn't know that, you know, people hated George Lucas, you know, like, or I'm not saying that I don't know. Just it's like there's so many different opinions that we didn't know about, but we know about now because we're in this community. Well, so even, I mean, even going back to the original trilogy, mm-hmm. I mean, there were plenty of people who hated Jedi at the time. You see, I didn't know that. Yeah. The, I mean, the, like the whole Ewok thing was a really big deal. And people were like, it's the same complaints we had now of, you know, this like ruined star wars and it's just like you heard with with some of the other stuff it's just you know a cash grab and blah 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 blah. and yeah i think like it's it's sort of the same sure there was complaints about empire too that which is you know now thought of as like the most people whether they put it on their favorite list or not like put it on probably like pretty high up on the best list and that's just nothing's ever going to please anybody and we just live in a world now where it's going to be really loud yeah but at the same time what is the most liked star wars film i would say a new hope no a new hope or empire strikes back I feel like people are never able to find any problems with The Empire Strikes Back. And that's interesting to me. That we might not ever get Empire Strikes Back ever again in the Star Wars movies. Or But here's the thing is, I wasn't like around when Empire came out. And the way we look at a movie, you know, 30, 40 years on... 
is very different than what happens at the time. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I would like for the not my Star Wars shit to like go away, but it's it's never going to. I mean, it it could for if people decide to like not really go on social media anymore and just, you know, go out and do normal things and, you know, just go to the theaters and watch Star Wars and that's it. Because how are you supposed to know by just, you know, going to the theater once a year and like that's it. That like people hate Ryan Johnson and that they think The Last Jedi was the worst Star Wars movie that ever came out and other stuff, you know, like, I don't know. That's why I feel like sometimes like the casual Star Wars fans, like I feel like they're not the best, but I just feel like they're so easygoing and they don't think they don't think about this stuff that we do about, you know, like, oh, like what's Ryan Johnson going to do? And you ask them and they're like, oh, Ryan Johnson's doing another Star Wars. It's like they don't know that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's a very different thing. Like most people are just, they'll see Star Wars, like Star Wars in a trailer or there's a new Star Wars movie and they'll go see it because they like Star Wars movies. And, but that's the extent of it. I know I was at work the other day and, um, my coworker was watching like the last Jedi on her iPad and she's like, Oh yeah. Like I've never seen this movie. Like I've, I just wanted to figure out what it was about. And the fact that, you know, she was able to live like the past like year without seeing this movie and not being like spoiled or anything about it, get any opinions. Cause I asked her if she heard any like reviews about it and she said no. Like that's interesting. Like I would like to live in that bubble. <laughs> uh, but oh, that's a good question. I don't know. But it's interesting because it's like some of the movies that we love the most are ones that people really dislike. Like I'm a big fan of Menace Girl and like a lot of people hate that movie. And like we both, you know, Emily and I really enjoyed, you know, Rogue, some aspects like Rogue One while like some of our friends, like that's their least favorite Star Wars movie of all time. Yeah, even you know, they named their podcast after it. Yeah, naming any names at all. I need to go back and listen to that review of Rogue One. Did you listen to that? You know, I I honestly can't remember. I'm sure I did. But mm-hmm. I like was listening to so many of them that I don't remember the specifics. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to think of what what Star Wars is to me. Um I mean, it's kind of hard to to quantify it because I can only sort of think about it in terms of I like this movie and I don't like that movie, you know. But yeah. Hmm. It, I don't know. It just interests me that we're getting a we're getting a lot of Star Wars material and like. How, you know, it's like going to Costco and seeing, like, all this stuff. And it's like, no, I I don't know. I'm just thinking about Costco. (laughs) 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 I don't know where I was going with that. I'm going to Costco getting a Christmas tree today, so. 
And their food's good. I really like, they have these like chicken bake things and they're really good. And I've been thinking about that all morning. What is a chicken bake thing? It's like a, it's, it's bread. And then inside of it is like chicken. It's like a, it's, it's like a hot, it's like a fancy hot pocket. Okay. All right, let's see. Okay, so, oh, there's recipes. No, I, I don't want to make them. I'd rather buy it. It's only like $2. That's what I love about Costco is that their food is just so cheap and good. And they haven't changed their prices in like 30 years because they're nice. But, but yeah, um, I, I apologize to everyone that's listening to this episode. <laughs> Look, they can't. They can't all be winners. Oh, did you did you watch uh, last week's Resistance? Mm, no. Did you? Yes, I did. Okay. Okay. Tell me. Tell me. Just tell me about uh, it. Put, put all the cards on the table. Pirates. Dude, okay, when is the show going to let go of pirates? This show has a boner for pirates, I swear. But that's sort of, no, that's, it's going to be more pirates because it's kind of their thing. And now they've, they've led it up to, so, like the, something on the defense system of the place is down, like the targeting or something like that. And so Jaeger and his crew are assigned to fix it because all of the, aces are off on some other mission and then the pirate chick who Kaz and Poe rescued she figures out what's going on because like Kaz and um uh woman mechanic what's her name um Pam Pam yeah 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 so Tam and Kaz are going to try to find a part that they need that's really rare. And so Kaz goes to pirate chick, Sonara. And so she figures out that something's up. And then she realizes what's happening. So she contacts her pirate boss to be like, hey, now is the perfect time to attack. But then Kaz and Jaeger get it fixed just in time. And they fight the pirates off. Um, In the meantime, like, because they still don't know that Sonara is bad and Tam has taken a liking to her so like takes off to try to find her because she, she thinks she's like in danger and so we're probably going to see her shift loyalties eventually but the big thing is in terms of plot at the end it has the um would help if I could remember anybody's name the guy who runs the the platform Jaeger no, no. um the Captain, whatever the fuck. Yeah, the captain, whatever the fuck. <sighs> Sorry, I was definitely like we we uh po- did our our Star Trek podcast last night, and it was like two and a half hours, and I was up until about one thirty recording that, and then couldn't sleep afterwards. But so I've lost the ability to think of names. Anyway, he contacts the First Order, partic- um, in particular the 
the gold stormtrooper guy who we saw a couple of times now. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I want to see your proposal for helping to keep us safe because there have been more and more pirate attacks. But of course, there are more and more pirate attacks because the First Order has been encouraging them in some sort of, you know, they're, they're, we know that they're interested in the platform for whatever reason. And this is just more of that plot. Hmm. Interesting. So, how'd you like the episode? It was pretty decent. I mean, there's still a lot of Kaz being dumb for no reason. Yeah, I can't. I can't do that. Like, my tolerance for um, bad male characters has uh, gone down since uh, some rebel stuff. But there's just no reason for him to be as dumb as he is, and for us to believe that Poe would choose him. On this incredibly important mission. I don't know. And like I don't know why Disney just thinks it's funny for the male lead to just be like stupid. You know? The whole the bumbling kid who, you know, sort of stumbles his way into doing the right thing is really tiring. And just like... I wish that they had some sort of other, like, humor things to do. Like, how else could a series like this be humorous? Like, what what else could they do with the main character? I mean, honestly, like, you can have, you can have your character screw up, and it's important to have your main character screw up. But he doesn't have to be, like, so deeply stupid all the time. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. I I don't know. I just hope that the series gets like not better, but I just I want to be more invested in it because I feel like right now, honestly, like you know, I'm forgetting to watch episodes for God's sake. So you know, that's really like saying something. But I mean, like that's yeah. I need them to really flesh out the rest of the character. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like I'm a 23 year old woman. You know, like this is not catered to me. So no, and that's fine. But I still think even on your kid show your side characters should still be characters. And I, I feel like for the most part, they're still mm-hmm. not. Like, they need to do an episode about Jaeger. They need to do... I mean, we saw a little bit more of Tam here and we heard a little more of her story, but they need to be, like, doing some ones that are focused on those people. Because otherwise your show's just going to be the same thing every single week. Yeah. Huh. I don't know, but um, I'll try. I'll try to watch Resistance. I'll try to catch up. <sighs> Motherfucker! I watched six seasons of The Clone Wars. I know. I'm bad. Roast me. I'm here. Ugh. I'm sorry. I am a bad Star Wars podcaster. I'm going to podcasting jail. By the way, we still have to see Robin Hood. I know. This week. This week we have to see Robin Hood. I think I was either going to go see that Grinch movie or Robin Hood today. 
Uh, I'm, I'm going to go see it like Monday or Tuesday, Tuesday night after work because it's, it's like playing at the theater right near my work. Yeah. It's gotten terrible reviews. Like it's on it's it's on a bunch of these like worst movie of the year. Um, and I it's almost two hours long. <laughs> it's not playing at the theater where I can go drink. Oh, my God. That sucks. Yeah. Uh, I think Carlos has like a coupon, so I think we'll go tonight. And I think I might need some alcohol, so maybe I can see if we can go to one with alcohol. Mm. Oh, yeah, it's going to be rough. All right. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll probably see it tonight and I'll text you. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, God. All right. Um, where can we find you and our beautiful podcast on um, social media? The podcast is um, at CantoBitePod on Twitter and Instagram. I am at EFLind. That's at E-F-L-I-N-D. Um, if you want merch, tpublic.com slash user slash EFLind. If you have email to send us, you can send us questions or comments or thoughts or top three topics or fuck, Mary kill. We haven't done one of those in a while. Uh, CantoBitePod at gmail.com. Oh, and we are on the Blue Harvest holiday special. Pay four bucks. It's like four hours of lots of awesome podcasters talking about the holidays and Star Wars and food. And you can find that blueharvestpodcast.bandcamp.com. Yeah, it's really fun to listen to. Yeah, and the proceeds go to the Kessel Toy Run. Yeah, so it's a good cause, a good time, and good fun. And you can find me on Twitter as Canto Brit and Instagram as Brittany the Ginger. All right, guys, we will uh, talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.